Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Well, it's that time again, folks. I tell you, here we go again. Faces going places. The show of shows. I tell you, we're glad to be back. I'm Mel Butler with my sidekick, Reggie Hot Sauce Thornton. (laughs) And we're here today. I tell you one thing, we're fired up and we are going to try to resume where we left off last week. We told you we're switching things around a little bit. We're going to talk about this pandemic that's out there and see where we should be fitting in, if we fit in, if we want to fit in. And I want all our listeners to remember that we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We exist by donation. So unless your hands are cut off, you can donate to Faces Going Places so that we can continue to bring you the update and communicate the latest on what's happening out there. Mm. Uh, we're proud to say that this show is sponsored by Salsa Grill. Salsa Grill, located on Security Boulevard, right across from the Social Security Administration. I tell you, if you want a real good eating experience, a healthy experience, an experience that you can be in that's safe from the virus and safe from all the sneezing and wheezing and coughing, you need to go and visit the Salsa Grill, the only restaurant in the whole United States of America that is truly safe. For its patrons to come in, have a seat, eat, and enjoy a good meal from somebody that's put their restaurant in the future today for you. So today, Reggie, we're going to talk about us. We're going to talk about this thing everybody's out demonstrating since the um, murder. We just have to say it like it is, folks the murder of uh, George Floyd. And I'm sure most of you out there, if you didn't see it, you should certainly have heard about it now. There is a movement. It's about time. There's a movement that's a continuation of something that we started way back in 1968. And this is not a new movement. The movement's been there. They try to snuff it out. But thanks to the cameras, thanks to the iPods and a 17-year-old young lady who happened to catch it all on tape. And just that one movement set the spark of fire. Now people all over the world, all over the world, that were sick and tired already, are now starting to express their misery that we've been feeling, that we've been going through, those sad moments that we've had. And this is a defining time in our history, again, again, 
every generation, we have something that uh, unites us, whether it's the death of Dr. King, whether it's the picture of Emmett Till. That was for my generation. I can remember like it was yesterday to see his face and his neck. I can tell you the, the angle that his neck was and to have him on the front page of papers all over this country. Some people, the moment was the day, the evening we heard that Dr. King had been assassinated. Some people, their moment was when we heard that Robert Kennedy was assassinated. This is a time that we all should reflect upon what we are doing. Yeah. Are we just talking? Are we being tricked again by people, politicians, media people who all act like this is brand new, like it never happened before, like it went away? It never went away. It's always been here. And some of us have bought into it, and we wonder why we don't have the level of success that we should have. Because we keep listening and falling for the same thing over and over and over. We rather support nothing than support something because we're afraid somebody might get ahead. Well, it's time for that to stop. It's time for people to do something and not just speak about it. What do you think about what's going on now, Reggie? You've been around, you know, for a while. You've seen some things. What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on what's going on out there today? Um, other than feeling the emotions that everybody else feels, and the anger and the disgust, um, one of the things that I've been thinking about is the importance of taking a stand and the stands that are going on. But I also have been thinking about divine strategies and divine strategies. And I, I take that, I think, I take that actually from a sermon I heard, um, a title from a sermon I heard Bishop Jakes preach a long time ago. And it's when he got to a turning point where um, he was just going to bring things straight, bring straight down the path with, with the word. Um um, not that he was beating around the bush and all, but I just paraphrased kind of, he wasn't beating around the bush, but he just was going to give it straight. And I kind of saw um, an element of his preaching change because he said he changed strategies. And when I look at everything that's going on, I look at um, the fact that we need to put some divine strategies in place, strategies in place to rebuild our communities and strategies in place to fight the systemic uh, racism. But okay, we know we need to fight it, but what are our systems? What are the systems we're enacting? And it also, Doc, I think about, and it's not to, I, and, I, and I hope I'm not coming off like I don't, or, 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 I'm using the marches and all as an either oh, or. Be like because I'm not, Jakes, just because, say it straight. Right. I'm just yeah. It's it's just that we need everybody on all fronts. Everybody has a position to play in this situation that's going on, and you need to step up and ask yourself 
what is the role you need to play? What is your position to play? And you need to play it with the best of your ability and not just talk about it. Because I've always been the type of person that I'd... I actions speak louder than words. So All I don't the time. so I don't even in athletics, I don't talk a lot of trash or anything like that. I'm about action. And the person that talks trash, the person that talks trash, I'm the least threatened by because it's the person that's not saying anything that I keep my eye on. Because I know that person has decided to put their all their energy into their action and they're competing. The person that's talking trash. 40% of their energy is going to leave them when it's time to put on the field because they're using 40% of their energy to talk. So Unless you're Muhammad Ali. Right. And, <laughs> and, that, and that, that leads to my next point. <laughs> if you're going to talk trash, back it back up. Back it up. There and you see, go. If you talk trash and you only can back 30% of it up, shut up. Hey, That's hey, the way I feel about let, it. Let, uh, let, let me tell you something. What you're saying is so true. We went from Baltimore to New Jersey to see a boxing match a couple of years ago. And a young man came in the ring and he had on uh, African paraphernalia. He had on a headgear. He had a drum. He was beating the drum and he had these things all around his neck and he was jumping up and down all around the ring. And the other guy came in with a, a cut off short pants on and a T-shirt. And he went and stood in this corner and he was so quiet and the other guy was over there jumping up and down. And then when the referee uh, said, come out, and they came out there and in 1.2 seconds, <laughs> 1.2 seconds, that man knocked him out. <laughs> he was out on his feet at least 20 seconds. He wow. looked like a toy that was just standing up there and then just fell over just like a brick. Wow. Just like you're saying. He was making all the noise, had the beautiful regalia on. I'm sure whoever gave him that material probably sued him for mm -hmm. making such a terrible display with <laughs> their stuff on and got knocked out. Yeah. So that's what you're saying. You got to have that action. And if you don't have some good action, don't be talking no stuff. Yeah. And, I, and, that's the way, and that's the way I feel about it. So we need to keep the pressure on to what's going on. I love the Black, the black Lives Matter Plaza that the Mayor oh, Bowser yes. did yes. Uh, at, in D.C. Brilliant. Changed the that was brilliant. And painted that it. Was so brilliant. That's and took it where it needed to go. That's right. right. To that's the White right. House. I love that. And that I pressure needs to continue to, ex to take place. But along with that pressure, we need to figure out other places where we need to apply pressure. And one of the things I believe we need to apply pressure to is is ownership. We yes. need to own some lanes. That's we need true. to ask ourselves what lanes do we own. The reason why HBCUs, for example, were created so that we could have an educational lane Absolutely. because they were not letting us in to their universities That's and right. to their schools of higher learning. So we needed a higher learning lane and we created that with HBCUs. And thank God, and Lord knows I thank God for my school because I won't accept it nowhere else. So I thank God for Virginia Union University in Richmond, Virginia because if it wasn't for them, I would not have a, I would not have a college degree. Well, and you know, 
know, that, wasn't that is so true, Reggie, because that holds true for everybody. I know when uh, we came out of Morgan State, I went to Morgan State for undergrad school and for graduate school. And instead of people really lifting you and supporting you, I was uh, said to be the only student to pursue a double master's degree wow. simultaneously. And instead of people encouraging me, many of the people were discouraging me because I had no idea of the impact or what that meant at that particular time. Wow. And then I actually, when I did it, there was half of the faculty, ones you think were behind me, that were really pulling for you not to do it because they thought it would uh, be a stain on the institution, which it was just the opposite. Yeah. It could have lifted the institution by them supporting students or people that were going to be doing things because you never know what a person's going to turn out. And then during that time, it was even worse when we went to postgraduate school. Yeah. It was so bad that I would not walk across the stage to take my uh, degrees when I had them. And in the graduate school, it was even worse because they didn't even want us to go to most of the white universities. And then when they tried to put together the black universities, we really had to fight every step of the way. Yeah. I remember that yeah. school having to move its location four different times. Jeez. And to a point where many of us never knew. We knew the requirements. We did the requirements. But to this day, some of us don't know whether we got them or not. I didn't really care because they were trying to either you didn't have enough knowledge or you had too much knowledge. So to me, I was just doing it as an exercise. But I never wanted any of the degrees. And I didn't go for them even though I completed all of the things they required. Yeah. And instead of having just a regular dissertation, we had to do what was known as project demonstrated excellence. Yeah. And I get people all the time say, well, are you a medical doctor? Do you see me practicing medicine? Do I look like I am a medical doctor? <laughs> do you see me involved in that? And because the fight was so bitter during that time, most of us, most of us just had such a disdain for what they did on the level after your graduate school, I never felt that I really need to be in any of them, to be frank with you. Yeah. I did not want to go and pick up a degree because it didn't define who I was. What I did defined who I was. And yeah. even recent, when people ask, well, what do you do? I said, well, look at the projects that we worked on. Mm -hmm. Look at the, uh, the so-called project of demonstrated excellence. We did it, not just me, but everybody that was in that university. And at the last time, we were paired up with the Brookings Institute out of Washington, D.C., one of the most prestigious institutes in the world. Well, if you're paired up with them, you must have known something. Yeah. <laughs> so to have to explain it to people, and that's what I think the young people are saying today. They're not going to be uh, explaining, and they don't have to keep defining. I heard a young lady today ask the reporter, why do you keep asking us, what are we telling our young people? What we need to know is what are you telling your young people? Yeah. What are you folks talking about at the table? What are other people other than the black, brown, and tan people saying? Yeah. What It's your children, your generation, and the media people that don't come out and say what's on their mind. Yeah. And then they fall behind the fact that, well, we've got to be impartial. You're not impartial when you ask certain questions and you know that you've been there representing a lie 
and representing something that we go over and over and over and we have to have 10, 15, 20. It's not just out that George Floyd died. Did you see how many tapes of other instances that have happened in yeah. the last few years that people are bringing out? Yeah. yeah. The same thing? And people act, acting like it's new. It is not new, folks. No. It is not new. And it is not new that we have aligned ourselves with people that really don't want to see us succeed. It, do we get behind someone if they look like they have something that could be successful or something that could create jobs? No. We let people put us on something else. We let them change the issue. We let people get so stupid in what they say that they can carry a lie or make a lie and then have everybody believe it. And because people don't want to face the truth, they believe it. Yeah. What we need to do is get behind people, whether we believe it or not, if they have something that's beneficial to society, get behind it, stay behind it until it creates a lane or a lane that we can have of our own. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. Thank goodness that we've been on this project with the product called Pure Light. Pure Light. Yep. Uh, people pretend they don't know what it is or pretend they don't know what it would do. They know what it would do. It will create jobs. Yeah. They know what it would do. It would save lives. They know what it would do. It would let people be safer in, the, in their homes. It would let them be safer in sending the kids back to school. It would let them be safer when they open up the stores because there would be a level of confidence that the consumer would have as well as the owner of the establishment because you put something in there that will give them protection and give them safety. And people yeah. say, well, we don't know. We need to test. Only thing you need to do is put something in and try it. We, yeah. as a society, they've spent almost $3 trillion with the T, $3 trillion yeah. trying to convince people that they're working on something and with 123-some people out there all say they're working on something that could work. But yet, how many of those people come out of our community with a lane that if they put some money behind what we're doing or what people are doing that could make sense in our community, then we wouldn't have as many people unemployed. We wouldn't have as many people in poverty because we would dig ourselves out with the ideas that come by the dozen and don't even get looked at. And some of the people that are set up as blockers out there that won't even give the people a shot to have somebody look at it, let alone give them money to develop their idea and create some lanes. I'm a little fired up today, hot yeah. sauce. And we should be. That's the other thing that, that Doc, the events should do. It, it should do. The events should do should ignite you in some way. Absolutely. They should fire you in some yep. way. I'm telling you, sir, if you don't have any fire under you today, <laughs> your wood is wet. That, 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 All right? It's just that <laughs> straight up. Your wood that, is wet. That's right. All right? That's and you ought to have some fire in you for something, some fire for whatever lane you in. You ought to be fired up when you go back in there to work. Hey, you ought right. to be fired up when somebody brings up a conversation about a, a conversation about race and about race and about the events of the past week. And that's also the problem. We need to have those conversations, have those conversations to get behind some of the duck. I remember 
And, and, and you said about pure light, about pure light, and it does it does everything, and it's a, and it's and it's for us, and we can have this as a lane. I remember, and it's John, available. It's yeah, not like it's, it's not available. It's available, and you've got testimonies that it works. I yeah. don't care what they say out there. When you have something that works, that will not harm you, it's helpful for you and your family and your children and your co-workers, something that actually would work that would stop us from spending the trillions and trillions of dollars. Mm -hmm. The companies that have 25% of their employees getting uh, taken down by a disease that mm -hmm. something that we could get under control. Yeah. Well, we have to call it like it is and take it out there and call all those people who keep wanting to test stuff to death instead of looking at something that their testimonies Pure Light actually has uh, uh, places, restaurants, daycare centers, yes. the things that our first responders, if they had access to, they wouldn't be subjected to so much danger. Exactly. But there are those blockers or those people who refuse because they want to stick to what has not worked in the yeah. past. And you tell me something worked when you have a hundred and some thousand people died and you say, okay, this is what works. But we got to let another 10,000 people die. And something that somebody over there has and said, okay, how about trying this? Oh, no, no, no. We have not done enough tests to try that. So we got to let, unless you got five or 10,000 people that can die, and then maybe we'll take a look at it. Not enough people have died. Mm, mm, mm. I don't understand it. And I don't understand. Uh, and it's us mostly that are being affected by it. It's Absolutely. So everything is coming to the surface of what we need to get together, what we need to get together for us. Because part of the other reason is and, and that we need to get together is, get, is, is to use this opportunity to put together what's been exposed. And one of the things that we need to get together as a community is to get together our health and wellness. Yes. Even with this product, we're talking about your health and wellness and your well-being. Oh, it's a goodness. way to get your health. This light gives off super oxygen, mm. super oxygen molecules. Oxygen, oxygen, Oxygen is what's give, uh, what's given to you when you go to the hospital. Mm. Oxygen is what's given to that player that's just had a long series on a football field. Mm. Oxygen helps to keep your body alive. Speak this light gives off super oxygen. When you have oxygen, you're able to function. When you don't have enough oxygen to your brain, you can't think right. Oh when you goodness. have enough oxygen to your body, you can sleep right. Mm. So what this does is put you in a state of health, a state of health, which puts you in a state of healing mm. because you can't spell health without spelling heal okay, first. Okay, now. So all, all right. health is is the body's ability to heal itself. So it puts you in a state of healing so that you can function properly because everything we do on this earth, we need these bodies to do. Yes. So when your body is not right, you're not going to be right for your mission. You're not going to be right for your divine strategy. Absolutely. You're not going to be right for what you're going to do about it, to quote my frat brother Joe Madison. Mm -hmm. So you can't do nothing about it without your body. Jesus needed a body. Huh. So if you think that Jesus <laughs> needed a body because his spirit didn't die on the cross, the blood didn't come out of his spirit, it came out of his body mm -hmm. for the remission of sins. So if Jesus had to have a body on this earth, what makes 
us think that we can't take care of our bodies. Yep. And doc, we're talking about a product that's going to address that, address allergies, address mold, which is a killer in the household. When you have mold in your basement and mold on the walls, it's a killer. Can, it can will destroy a young destroy, person's it, mind. It yep. can tear their mind up. Yep. And when you have allergy, and when you have asthma, it really is a killer. Yes. So this addresses that. Mm. This addresses salmonella. Mm. This addresses SARS. Mm. This addresses E. coli. Mm. This addresses listeria. Mm. It tests Cree. Mm. And it tests colds and flu. Mm. And it tests Mercer. Mm. All right. Mm. And it tests anth mm. it addresses anthrax. Mm. All right. It addresses formaldehyde. Mm. It addresses mm. carbon dioxide. It mm. addresses methane benzoine. Well, benzene. You, I hope I had to practice, uh, <laughs> benzene. I'm sorry. Well, Methane benzene. benzene. I pronounced yep, that yep, wrong. Yep, yep. It addresses all of those things and that are going to help us to be healthier and give you the energy to eat and exercise. Everybody says, I got to get in shape. I got to get in shape. Mm. Let me tell you something. You cannot get in shape if you have no energy. <laughs> All all right, right, you're now. not jogging, walking, lifting nothing if you don't have energy. So, so this product addresses that, Doc. And you're behind us. And we have, uh, we have a, a, a black vice president for commercial development for this company <clears throat> who's been given the reins to run things with this company so we can create our lane. You need to get this product. And, Doc, even in talking about that and not trying to take all the time, Doc, <clears throat> I thought about a scenario um, when I was growing up in the sixth grade, mm -hmm. I had a best friend, Doc. Everybody knew uh, from, when well, not sixth grade, go back to fourth grade. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, one of my uh, white best friend, uh, a white best friend. And everybody knew when playground, where he says, you always saw us together. Classes always saw us together. We came back from summer break after the sixth grade. Fourth, fifth grade, fourth, fifth grade, we just best friends, just pals. Mm -hmm. Came back after sixth grade. All right, came back after sixth grade. And all of a sudden, he was distant. First day of school, he was distant from me, and he was hanging around, hanging around with the other white kids in our classes. Mm -hmm. Now these kids were in our third, in our fourth and fifth grade class. They were always around, but all of a sudden, he started buddying with them, and not buddying with me, not 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 coming around me. Now that was wild to me because it was like. All of a sudden, you're with them more than me. They've been around the whole time. But all of a sudden, now you're with me. And that was my first experience of what is being taught at the mm. dinner table. Mm. So I felt like he was told something about me, a told, a told not to hang around me. Yes. A few months, you fast forward three months later after that incident. Roots came out. Oh, okay. Roots came out okay. the next generation. Right. So then when Roots came out, oh, it really sent a divide <laughs> in my in my elementary school, which yeah. was Jeb Stewart Elementary. Mm. Confederate General. Mm. Jeb, all Jeb you all Stewart. out there for oh, Jeb yeah. Stewart. Jeb, Jeb Stewart, Stewart Elementary. That's mm -hmm. the elementary school. So it really kind of sent a, 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 a divide. And having all of these things around us, we just need to start to have the conversations. And you know what? Don't feel bad. Uh, don't feel bad about feeling good mm. about how God created you. All right. Now. How God, how, what color God made. Mm. Don't, God mm. didn't make no mistake when he made you black. That's and right. see, my feeling good about my blackness 
it's not a knock against somebody else's nationality. Mm. And which sometimes is made to make we're made to feel that way. That when I oh, stand absolutely. up and feel pride about who I am and my color, mm. all of a sudden I'm playing the black card. No, well, well, I'm no, I'm playing, I'm playing them uniform that I was issued. Mm. And when it comes to the black card, if you, you get it, well, you're not playing the black card, stop showing the deck. All if right, you now. stop showing the deck, I won't have to play the card. <laughs> so I'm just playing this the uniform I got on, and I feel good about this uniform. We feel good about this uniform, and that's what but, we have to do. Right, we, if right. we if we don't feel good, and if we don't make a change, then we've done exactly what the leaders, the so-called leaders do to stay in power. Mm -hmm. They want us not to support one another. They want us not to support the ideas exactly. or the products that could give us a lane, not only to mm -hmm. have a lane, to be able to control that lane for ourselves, yeah. where we can create the kind of jobs, the kind of logistics, the kind of services that we need in our community mm -hmm. if we support one another. And for some reason, we allow people to turn us around, mm -hmm. get us doing things that keep us down. Right. If you haven't had a lot of success in your life and if you look back at the things that you're doing, perhaps you need to start doing some different things. Yeah. If, you, if we were to <laughs> lift one another whether you like the thing or not, if it serves the public, if it serves the community, if it creates better healthy conditions in our community, exactly. then why would we not in mass support it? Exactly. People take over our communities because we do nothing. Right. They take over our community because we feel like we can't do it. They take over our community because we're not willing to make the sacrifices that everybody has to make in mm -hmm. order to be successful. Success is not something that's just handed to you. But we've yeah. had different groups of people come into our country and realize that there are still so many opportunities in this country and they get together and they overcome all the obstacles and they stick with it. It's yeah. not always easy, but they stick with it until they have a measure of success and then they pass that on to someone else. We do it and we find out that if we uh, go out and we articulate something and we say that this is good for us and we sound convincing, then people say we have an ego. When somebody else does the very same thing, we say that that person is brilliant. Yeah. We don't want to see our brothers and our sisters go out from whence they came into where they dreamed of going. And everyone has a dream. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be a dreamer. But don't get angry at someone else because they're working to make their dream become a reality. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a dream... Get somebody else's dream. Get on board with somebody else until yeah. theirs is successful and maybe yours will come along and someone will get on yours. Yeah. And folks, I, you know, this program is sponsored in part by Salsa Grill. Yeah. Salsa Grill and the owner's name is Jay. I invite you to go up on Security Boulevard and the 6500 block of uh, Security Boulevard and see the Salsa Grill and go in and see what the country is spending billions of dollars for what they call the next step. Yeah. This man has already gone there. Yeah. So why is it that uh, so many people are reticent or reluctant or afraid to go in and see what they could save money on? Because they know that if they did that, they would open up a lane that you could get in 
and you could benefit from. They'll see that that man has gone and taken a step, the next step. Yet he's being penalized, so to speak, because he can't open his restaurant any more than anybody else, even though he's done much more than everybody else. He has proven and placed and tested his place with that product. It's Mm -hmm. called Pure Light. And people can come in, they can sit down, they're in a protective area. It's been in his place for over five months with nothing but good, good, good comments, good testimonies from the from the employees, Mm -hmm. from the clients, from the owner. And this is something they don't want you to know about, but we're going to let you know about it. And it ought to be on the tip of everybody's tongue. Give it a shot. Give it a try. If you're a corporation, it's a way that you can bring your workers safely back to work. You need to get on board with pure light. Mm -hmm. It needs to be a household word. You need to call and find out how you can get more information. Mm P-U-R-E-L-I-G-H-T. Pure light. Purelight.com. You can call us. And we have information. You can call any of the numbers that you see online, or you can call us at 443-650-2142. And we will tell you about how Pure Light is making a change, how all of the marching and all of the things that we're doing, they're not being done in vain. We commend all of our brothers and sisters who are out there, and we support you because not only do black lives matter, but black economic growth and economic uh, prosperity, Mm -hmm. that makes a difference too. And we don't want people to get caught up being on the sidelines and not making preparation for when you come off of the, uh, the, the, the line that you can make a contribution. Because, you know, a lot of people are afraid because they know if you do that, then you will make them make some laws that are applicable to everybody. Yeah. You see, if you don't raise up and make some noise and now they see everybody's sick and tired and they're not going to take it anymore. So we encourage you. We encourage you to come up with some ideas, come up with some plans yes. so that we can help ourselves. Yes. We're not asking anybody to help us. No. We're, we're, as Al Sharpton said, we're not going to ask you to take your knee off of our neck. We're going to kick your knee off of our chest. Yeah. We're going to see how you feel when we withdraw our financial support and we get together and we not let you subject us to the Willie Lynch manifesto yeah. or to the, the tricks that were done in Nazi Germany that had people believing when we did nothing wrong. Well, you do something wrong if you stay quiet. Yeah. You do something wrong if you don't lift someone. You do something wrong if we don't admit that this is not an isolated incident. This is not an isolated case. This is not something that just happened here in the United States. This is not something that will make us greater. This is something that should make most of us ashamed. Yeah. This is the time to take action. This is a time if we don't have a lane, build one. You may have a lane nobody ever heard of out there. Yeah. But you got to support something. Don't sit back. And if the truth be known, the, the tricks that they use to get us to be pitted against one another, mm-hmm. to get us not to be supportive of one another, 
Our brothers and sisters out there are all colors, all shades, all nations, not just the United States. You would think that someone would get the message. It's great for the news people to come on and talk about things, but you should have been doing that a long time ago. Now you are to do it more forceful than ever before. Mm-hmm. It's hard for you to break the habits of the kids at your table when you're talking about how they should not have black friends, how they should not play, and how they should not be united. And the young kids are smarter now. They're not buying it. Mm-hmm. They are not buying it. And I pray, and hope you will too, that we stay with this until there is a change. Mm-hmm. And folks, it begins with us. It begins with us. Yeah. Find out what can help you, what can keep you safe, and what can keep your family safe, and what can keep the first responders uh, safe. That's right. We're a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. Amen. And we didn't say it's a fix-all for everything and everybody. But what we are saying, and we will say every single week that we come on the air, until we see some changes, and we hope that we can contribute to that change. Mm -hmm. We are offering one part of the solution. That is keep the air clean. Yeah. Something that produces oxygen. People say, well, we don't know if it works. Well, that's why they're inventions. That's why they're innovations. Mm -hmm. Because somebody who thought outside the box and decided that this was something that could benefit society. Mm-hmm. This was something that could help us not to focus on how many more lives we need to lose, but what about trying something that will hopefully slow down and might just be a solution to many, many people out there mm-hmm. and at least put them in a position where they can go and get trained and get a job, work with products, working in a lane where there are going to be things that they can be proud of. They can advance. They can feed the family. They can come out of the mud, out of the poverty. Yes, this is a new day. This is a new, t- a new time. And Reggie, I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, I am too, Doc. And the thing about it is the reason why we six feet above ground is because we were made for such a time as this, as word says. We were made for such a time as this, and that's why we're six feet above ground. You talked about um, talked about stepping out of the box. Um, Bill Gates thought stepped out the boxes, thought about a way to divide computer screens into different windows yes, and to did. use a mouse. And people were thinking, uh, a mouse, not one to run around in your corner and eat cheese or, or anything else or rats just a mouse to move a move a cursor around an arrow around the screen he thought enough to step out the box and now it's a method of act met, uh, it's a method of operation for our computer systems and all of our smart devices yep. so what if you have something on the inside of you that can be a basis set a standard for what our people use what if you have that on it? What if God chose to deposit that in you? What if he chose to deposit in you to join with someone who has that thing? Yes. What yes. we need to do is we need to be taking an introspection and see, okay, what part of the plow do I need to grab? Mm-hmm. All right. What is it that I need to work at? Because right now, 
pockets. Standing out here looking at this field ain't gonna, <laughs> ain't gonna make these crops grow. That's right. So it's something. Do I go get the seed? Do mm. I go bring in the crops that's already been planted? Do I need to till the dirt? Do I need to feed the mule? Mm. Do I need to get behind a hold? Hold. Now I know, Melinda, I know I'm maybe talking a little bit. I'm talking country a little bit over <laughs> your head. But you got a plow well, and you got a mule. <laughs> and see, the mule pulls a plow and divides the dirt up so you can drop the seed. Maybe I'm a seed grower. Maybe I got to go get the seed. Mm-hmm. We need to see what is it that our hands to do, all right? Because you're six feet above ground <sighs> to do some work. Got to be understand happy. understand with some work that some work, you got to give it time, energy, and patience. So it's, it's a difference between, I heard, um, uh, and a stampede. Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I heard say there's a difference between a moment and a movement. All right. Yeah, yeah. we're in a moment right now, but the moment charts to produce a movement. Now, with a movement, that movement is going to take time, mm. and you're going to have to see it through. And you're going to have to have the energy and the fortitude to see it through, but you also got to set your mind. Yes. Your <laughs> mind and have your mindset ready and get your mind made up. Get, we used to always say in the library, get your mind right. Before you get out on that and, field. And, and, and you know you know something, Reggie? Even the corporate people, this is a time that they can make a change. Exactly. Because now people realize that in numbers they can make a difference. That's right. And those empo- employers out there that are now finding out that it wasn't such a good strategy when they were giving you some support. And right. then they found out that they could just tell you, well, we decided that we're going to uh, make a donation to certain other organizations. Yeah. Yet when they look at the numbers, you are the ones that go in and buy that product and have been buying it. So sometimes when they feel the pinch, when they feel that uh, the customers that they took for granted are starting to back away from them, because just like they are going to take monies and now say, well, we give to uh, uh, other organizations and you're the one that's making them so much money right. that the stores are multiplying faster than bees can reproduce. Mm-hmm. And they think that people don't re- realize what they're doing, the right. funds, the profits that they're taking out of the community and then spreading them over places where they won't have to see us grow into success. Right. And we have to have to target those types of businesses exactly. and help them if they don't do it on their own, help them do what some of the stores like a target that sets aside three hundred million dollars in a foundation that's right. to help out that's dedicated to the coronavirus and things that will help to bring about solutions. Mm-hmm. All the companies that are out here whose employees are home working from home by the thousands. By the thousands, That's right. wondering what is my company doing to ensure my safety when I go back? That's right. What have they done to make me feel comfortable about going back? Mm-hmm. And we have ideas and we've been presented uh, by people with things that will make a, they're game changers. Yes, they are. Game changers. Game changers. But, you know, the politicians and some of the government people, they felt good about this lockdown. Because they didn't have to answer the hard questions. And they didn't have to let us get to the people that really could do something about implementing a program like this. They might have to put some money into our community. They're talking about uh, downsizing the monies that they give to the police department. 
They should have been doing that a long time ago. Yeah. The money that they used to beef up the departments, why don't they beef up our communities? Why don't they make enough work available so that people can get a job, that they can feed the families, that they can be comfortable and not have the kind of job that's just over broke? Right. You, you yeah. need to open it up when you can put 40 and $50 million in a school, the construction of a school. Can't you take the time to look at something that somebody put forth that would make it be a safer, healthier school? If you're going to spend that amount of money, why not take one or two of those millions of dollars and give it to some of the community groups that are working on ideas and products and means of bringing them up, lifting them up? There are most politicians that don't want to see that. They don't yeah. want to see that because they thrive on you being dumb enough to listen to them, make promises when they're running, and then get in the office and take their time figuring out ways not to do it. Yeah. And if, isn't it funny how much money they can spend now when before this happened, everybody was broke? Yep. Isn't it amazing how yes, a president a can... can Yep, uh-huh. Go ahead. You said we got, we got a phone call? I think we got somebody on the line, folks. Yeah. I tell you what. Caller, you're on the line. Who do we have here? Oh, hi, Dr. Butler. It's Beverly Williams. Hey, Beverly. Hey. Uh, Queen Beverly, how are you today? I'm wonderful in yourself. Well, we're doing fine, but I tell you what, we're going to be better uh, as soon as we can get uh, people to understand that when we're unified and we're supporting one another, that's when people will stop making excuses and we can help ourselves. And I know that you do a fantastic job. Let our audience know what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. My company is Blue Ann's Office Supply Incorporated. I call us the best kept secret in Baltimore City. We offer a full line of office products, you know, the same as Staples and Amazon. We offer office furniture and installation computer supplies, and janitorial products. We deliver next day. We have, uh, actually, we started delivering three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Who does we your have, delivery, um, uh, uh, Beverly? Do you have a delivery company, or who does your deliveries? We do our own delivery, for so the you, most part. Okay, you have delivery trucks? The reason yes, I'm, we have two delivery trucks. Okay, the reason I was asking that is one of our uh, partners, we have a lot of people that are coming together with services that we can use because we want you to bring a ca your catalog over to our office because we just opened these offices, but I'm sure you provide something that we need to have in the offices. Thankfully, <laughs> I don't know if we were too poor to afford it, but <laughs> thanks to uh, what's going on, we don't have any office supplies, and we need to know what supplies we need to have in our office and want to establish something with you. And we hope that our listeners will do the same thing because all of the things that are happening outside now, folks, if we don't show that we're willing to support one another, then we're just as bad as the people that bring these situations up every time. And we want to highlight those businesses like Beverly that has a, a good business. Oh, yes. Professional business. All of her stuff, folks, are totally professional. I've seen her catalog, and it is great. And so, Beverly, I want you to tell us how people can get, you can put us down, not only faces going places, but make it to markets, and we will definitely be using your product. And I understand you're going to be making available 
to appear light to our listeners? I plan on doing that in the future. Yes, sir. I oh, do. Okay. Well, we I got a lot. Product, um, to be a good product, and I do plan to offer it on my online catalog. I have an online catalog as well as a print catalog. Okay. Okay. And to go online, what? Where do they go to go online, uh, Beverly? They go to www.suannsofficesupply.com. And Suanns is S-U-E-A-N-N-S, officesupply.com. How did you get and that you can name? Also call it. Well, it's interesting. My middle name is Ann, and mm-hmm. the young lady who inspired me to go in this particular business, her middle name is Sue. Okay. And we grew up together in Cherry Hill. So you, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. You grew up in Cherry Hill? I did. Where? I am a Cherry Hill girl. Where? <laughs> no. And way down south, way down the very end, we started off near the racetrack at the bottom, and then we moved to Cherry Hill Road. Okay. Over that Carver Road. So, so, we were closer to the shopping center when we moved the second time. Okay, so the first time you said near, near the track. What track is in Cherry Hill? Way down at the... I think it was, you know, I get them mixed up. Well, you're talking about near Seminole Avenue. You're talking about down near Seminole Avenue where the swimming pool was? Where the swimming pool was. The swimming pool, and it used to be a dump down there. You know, I'm out of Cherry Hill, too. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, No. uh, but Bethune, 850 Bethune Road, and those projects that they had up there, I think they tore them down now. But it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Cherry Hill, all the way at the bottom. And then I, I came up closer to the Catholic Church, and oh, yeah. I used to work in the A drugstore for years. Oh, really? So, well, you weren't out there when Pressman Brothers had those stores over there or in the shopping center. That was after the movie was gone. Oh, right. That yeah. Was, yeah, I probably was before then. So, I yeah, the A drugstore was owned by two um, pharmacists back mm-hmm. in the day. Well, you know they're going to build a new shopping center finally out in Cherry Hill. I did not know that. That yep. would be exciting. Yep, they, are, exciting. they are. And uh, my family uh, were sort of like the matriarchs down at uh, St. Veronica's Church, you know, back a long time ago when the father got insurance. And, and then he, he died and left all that money for St. Veronica's uh, Church out there. As a matter of fact, uh, my brother currently still works with the Community Association to ensure that in the rebuilding that a portion of that is done by black developers. So there are people, um, no wonder you know Bob Wallace so well. You know, he's Cherry Hill too. Yes, I do. And before we go off the air, can I give my phone number? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Take your time. We're going to keep you on. Yep. (laughs) Go go ahead, (laughs) My phone number, for those who are interested, is 410-664-6226. We are open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Well, you, you know, Beverly, over where our office is, you've been over to the office. Did you know in that building, and it just happened this way, there are several people that are doing business and they're out of Cherry Hill. So no, I didn't know that. Yeah, and we're having a, uh, a sort of open house on the 19th that you very much should be a part of. We're going to have a, a show and tell and uh, business. I think it's about 42 businesses in that building. And we're going to have them introduce their products, those that are sponsors. They're going to be sponsors. And we're going to have like a dog and pony show. And we're going to have uh, the games and video games adults uh, would like to play. 
uh, all on the June the uh, 19th, I think from 6 to 10. So the Cherry Hill people got a funny way of uh, kind of uh, teaming up and supporting one another. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that it really is a good thing. You know, I didn't I didn't know that, and they actually get together and go maybe I think once every six months. There are about two or three groups that stay in touch with one another, and they call me from time to time, and we share names and businesses. So it's very very important that we have the number and where you are because we've been talking on the show today about how we could support one another. And how we yeah, need to do important. that. We, yeah, we, it's important that we do that. You know, it's important for our survival. It's important for our community. You know, it's just important that we learn how to support one another. Yes. And that and, way we grow. And that way we grow and prosper. And in that way, people who come up can give back to the community. I absolutely. believe in giving back. Absolutely. And we're, we're certainly going to do that. And this was your first time on. But our listeners know that once we put you on, then we kind of keep you on. And others, you can call in if you've got something special going on or call in if, say, you're looking for employment. In other words, once a person's on this show, then they become one of our family members, so to speak. They can call in on the call-in number on any show. You don't have to be invited. And just to say hi and what you've got going or if you have, like, a job and we're getting ready to present something, that you must get in touch with us soon because we have put together a five-year demonstration program that is going to do exactly what they're talking about with all the demonstrations. It's going to create several lanes of opportunity for our community folks. And what we will do is make sure, because there are, I mean, plenty of new people in that building, and I was amazed, and they're young people, that we can reach out to them, and they are eager, mm-hmm. eager, to reach out to other people. So, Wonderful. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, I'll, you're welcome. I'll be happy to do that. Yep. And look forward to hearing from you, okay? Uh, same here, and thank you for your time today. And we wish you success, yeah. and we hope that uh, by the end of this year, you'll be able to tell people how the partnership works. It's not about people. It's about what we can offer back to our community. Mm-hmm. And we thank you again yes, on behalf of Faces Going you. Places. Yes, ma'am. Have All a right, blessed have day. Have a great day. All you right, too. You too. All yeah. right. Bye now. Yep. Well, folks, we're going to take a, a quick break to do a little bit of housekeeping, and then we're going to come back and, I guess, finish out this show. It looks like it's almost gone now. So don't touch that dial. Hold on, and we'll be Hold right on. back. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. All right, folks. Hey, thanks. We had to do that little housekeeping thing, and uh, we're back with you. This has been such an exciting day. 
uh, talking about what we can do to help one another. I don't know about you guys out there, but I get excited just talking about opportunities that we have. Now remember, we're going to be talking about our sponsors and those people that are committed to make, making things happen in the community. So we ask and encourage you to be a part of the movement. We want you to be able to say, hey, I love my Pure Light. It's going to be safe for you, safe for your family, and give us a call even when we're off the air. And we'll make sure that you can get this uh, product because what it is, is simple. You don't have to get your house rewired or anything. It's, it's, uh, it's a energy system, a purification system. You see, if you purify the air in your home or in your business, this is a light that works when, when the light is subjected to the air, then you get a, what we call a photocatalytic reaction. Mm -hmm. And to those people who don't know, and it's new, that produces a super oxygen molecule. And oxygen, as you heard Reggie say earlier, is the one thing that we have to have, particularly in this pandemic of, of thing that we're in. Mm -hmm. If they will spend $50,000 on a ventilator, and you know a ventilator, all it does is pumps air into your lungs. Mm -hmm. It gets the oxygen that your body needs into your lungs. That's right. But it only can take one person at a time unless you do special modification, and then it may handle two. So we're in a society where they have no qualms about spending $50,000 and ordering 300,000 ventilators when they can do an entire house and have something that produces oxygen yeah. all the time, 24-7. Yeah. You can leave this light on all day long. And if you're looking at us, you can see I can touch this light. It's been on throughout the whole pro uh, program. So it is an energy saver also. Right. It gets rid of mold also. So by getting this, it makes your house safer. It protects your family. It gives you an opportunity. If you do go out and demonstrate when you come back in, if this light is on, then it's going to take care within 20 minutes. It's going to take care of anything that you might have picked up when you were outside and when you come back into your home. Yeah. So we hope that we can get a movement here in, in Maryland so we can be the leaders in all the country by helping ourselves. We don't need a scientist. We don't need a doctor. We know that this works. And by going to Salsa Grill, one of our sponsors, yeah. you can see it for yourself. The owner will answer your questions. He's had it in there a long time. Yeah. You can go to Rogers Daycare, one of our other sponsors, and Rogers Daycare has the units throughout the daycare. Yeah. It's been in there for months. The babies don't get sick. The parents don't get sick. Nope. The teachers don't get sick because they use pure light as a filtration system. Yeah. And we encourage you to be part of this movement and extension of what our brothers and sisters are doing out on the streets. But when they come back, we want to let them know that we are trying to open up a lane and several lanes for our folks so that while everybody else is being laid off, we expect for people to be employed. But we are going to do it on our own. 
And we hope that you'll be with us. Red, do you have any closing remarks? We are getting ready to close this thing out. Yep, we've got to do that. And indeed, we've got to mobilize on the closing remarks I have. Doc, is, is just a ditto what you said. I'm ditto what you said by taking care of ourselves and, and taking care of ourselves and coming in and getting on the light after you've been out. Uh, all of those things, all those things are going to tie in to how, to tie in to the strategies that we need going forward because we have an opportunity to create some things for our people growing forward. And one of the things we want to do is create, uh, one of the things we want to do is to take care of ourselves, to take better care of ourselves so that we will have the strength, have the fortitude, so we just be around. So you just don't <laughs> check out of here too early, just at the point when it's time for you to come to the, to, to the apex of, of your particular part in this movement that we have going on, just to take care of ourselves and to pass that on for generate, pass that on self care on for generations to come. And we're talking about, you know, uh, people being employed because uh, our listeners, exactly. they should call us. We're talking about creating lanes of employment, creating opportunities. Uh, and I mean, if you get with the program, you support what we're doing. And what we're going to be doing, people like uh, Beverly with her product and That's letting right. those people stand out, uh, sweat and go. He has a, a thing that he does online. If you guys are not there, you need to blow him up and make sure that you get in on the exercising, mm -hmm. keeping Thank a, a good body. So the health of your body and the health of your family, those are things that we're going to be focusing in on. And again, this program is Faces Going Places. It is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we function on donations. But we have things that come into the community, such as the Harlem Wizards basketball yes. uh, team, which is one of our sponsors. We do a community unity golf tournament, which is coming up soon. Yep. And one of our partners, Education and Ambition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Miss Pender. Yeah. Uh, Donnell Pender. Mm -hmm. Working with her young people that have formed their own company and have produced some products that we will be announcing to the community. Yeah. And if you have a product or if you want to know how you can start a business and have it become profitable, just keep listening to Faces Going Places. We'll be on every week and we are certainly open to partnerships with folks that are directing their energies and their effort and their products to our community. Oh yeah. So you're out there. We love the fact that you have been supporting us and uh, you wanna check out this uh, studio, Wise Guys. Oh yeah. Uh, there are so many things, yeah. folks, that we can do and we can do well uh, for our community. And I believe that our time is just about over. Again, yeah. you can call us at 443-650-2111. Um, Hope you'll be back with us next week. And we'll be sending out the link that you can get this program on and any program that we do. Yeah. So on behalf of the studio, I'm Mel Butler. And, and I'm Hot Sauce Reggie Thornton. All right, folks. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed Day. Definitely. Peace, everybody. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. 
Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes.